Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. It always takes us stepping outside of. If you don't want to be where you've always been, do something different. Step out, step into a new day, step into an enlarged place, step into a God opportunity, just, just step out and then lift your eyes. I love the word it says, it says, I lift my eyes to the hills, to where my help comes from, my help comes from the Lord. None of us are self-made. It's, it's God's goodness in our life that we have what we have and we do what I do, we do. So I just, uh, I just thought that was a great word. My word for the year, I, I said it last week, we're talking about resetting and starting afresh, and my word was health. This year I want health, health in relationships, health physically, health emotionally, spiritually, in, in my finances, and, and I told Amanda before that I did 20 push-ups yesterday, which for me is pretty good, because if you don't know, I, I had a double hip replacement, and I pretty well haven't done anything for the last two months, except try and recover, get off my walking frame, get off my crutches, and uh, so, but I did. I, I laid there very awkwardly yesterday, rolled over because I can only lay on my back. So I rolled over onto my front and I did 20 push ups. And then I laid there again, <laughs> breathed very heavily, rolled over, and then got up. And uh, but what's your word for the year? Have you got a word that's going to define your year? An overarching word is it? Is it the grace of God? Is it? Is it peace? Is it? Is it joy? What? What is? Is it success? What is? What is the word that is going to underpin everything you do this year? Because I'm going to try and do everything in a, in a healthy manner, in a healthy state. And then last week, I encouraged us all to, to think of one person. And I was talking about the fact that every single one of us has been put on this planet to lead somebody else into relationship with Jesus. We haven't been put on this planet just to get houses and just to get cars and just to earn a whole lot and have a big bank balance and whatever. They're, they're all good things. No problem with any of those things. We've been put on this planet to shine God's glory, to show somebody else Jesus, to, to, to be grace, to be mercy, to be, to be Jesus in flesh form today. Amen. So I want to encourage you, who's your one person that you can pray for, that you can, over the course of this year, lead into relationship with Jesus and lead to church. Amen. Fantastic. So uh, like I was saying before, we're, we're focusing this month on resetting and entering into a fresh start and a new day with clarity and vision. And it's really important that we lay a foundation for the year ahead, because if we don't lay a foundation, if we don't get a vision for the year ahead, the, this year will look like what was urgent and pressing at the end of last year. It will look like whatever we were going through, whatever motions we were going through last year, this year will look like, and it'll just be a continuation. We'll just keep rolling on and rolling through. And uh, that's not what God has for us. It says here in Psalm 1, starting in verse 1, it says, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord. In his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of living water that brings forth its fruit in season, whose leaf also shall not wither. Whatever he does shall prosper. That's what I want my, my year to be like. I want my year to look like something that's prospering something that knows no lack, something that is watered of heaven. I want the favor of God upon my life. And I don't know about you, stupid question, does anybody want to have a blessed year? And I said it last week, but the alternative is pretty horrific. I, I, don't, I don't want to be cursed. I don't want to be in lack. I don't want to not produce. You know, anything that, that grows lives. Anything that's not growing is, is dying. There's, there's atrophy there. Uh, my muscles are in atrophy at the moment. There's, there's not a whole lot there. There's, there's not much definition. I haven't done anything for a few months. I have to do something to get back to where I want to be, and that's up to me. 
each of us to live with this. There's certain things we have to do. And as I read this scripture, uh, I realize that it's not up to God whether I'm blessed or not. It's not up to God whether I'm favored or not. It's up to me. It says, blessed is the person who does certain things and doesn't do other things. In other words, God's ways work. God works. God will work for you. God, it says that in Isaiah 64. It says, God works for those that wait for him. He meets with those who rejoice. God wants to work on your behalf. Stop working so hard. Stop striving so much. Stop trying to make happen what God wants to bring into your world as a gift. We, we're try, who am I? What am I? Where am I meant to be? What am I meant to do? God wants to show you. He wants to lead you to that place, and he wants it to be a gift from him. Amen? You know, there's a saying that we're not uh, physical beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a physical experience. The Bible describes our time on earth as but a vapor. So we're, we're frantic and we're trying, I, I got the house, tick. I got the car, tick. I got the job, tick. And the project, I got the three kids. I got the picket fence. We're striving for so many things that are going to be gone in a moment. That God wants to give to us anyway and bless us with and, let, and, and for us to enjoy. But we're focusing on what's, what's not God's focus. God's focus is you, healthy and whole and strengthened and blessed and at peace. It says, my peace I give you. You see, we're experiencing the temporal right now and the finite, but we're created for the eternal and the infinite. And I love what it says in Colossians 1 verse 16. It says, for him all things were created that are in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. You were made by God and he loves you. You were created by God and for God. He has a purpose for your life. You need to have a purpose for the year ahead. You need to have a vision. You're, you're not just taking up space. You're not just consuming oxygen. God has a plan and a purpose for your life this year, and it's good. And I'm telling you, stuff happens Life happens. Stuff gets on us. We go through things. We're treated badly. We have challenges. Stuff gets on and we start gathering some baggage and we start collecting some stuff. And I've got this little caboose behind me and I'm trying to make my way forward in life and I'm trying to get some momentum and some speed. And I got all this stuff that's trying to hold me back and limit me. God wants to set us free from the things that are trying to hold us back so that we can run the race set before us looking to Him. Look at looking under him so that he can, he can empower us and, and get us going forward. I love what it says in Romans 8, starting in verse 14. It says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again unto fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children are God, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, uh, that we may also be glorified together. God wants you to thrive and enjoy abundantly the life he's given you. We are created for eternity, but he wants you to thrive today, right where you're at. He wants you to enjoy your life. Your life is a gift. Your life is a blessing. And God wants you to thrive, not just get through, not just eke out a meager existence, not just make ends meet. God wants you to thrive in every area of your life. That might be your word this year, thriving. 
And, and, and I would encourage you, take a hold of the Word of God because it's a promise for your life. You can live in abundance. It's okay. As long as abundance doesn't have a hold of you and, and, and you're holding on to Jesus, it's okay. You can, you can be blessed. You can have all those things. But God just wants you to have Him as number one in your life so He can cause you to thrive. And, but that's why we need to reset so we don't get stuck just going through the motions. We've got to reset. And I was, I was reading through some things this week. And I think at times we get resetting for a new year and, and restarting confused or rebooting. Now, now when I reboot a computer, I, I turn it off because something's frozen, and then I turn it back on again. Okay, so I run through a really big year. I, I walk through a whole lot of things. I face some challenges. And, and at the end of the year, I just go, that's it. I'm going on holidays. So I go away for two weeks, I relax, I turn my phone off, I chill, and then I come back to everything that I was facing before. That's rebooting. I just, I just turned off, and now I'm turning back on again. But we're talking about resetting. And resetting is something very different. Resetting is which, when I go back to the factory settings. Resetting is where I clear away everything that's got a hold of me from, from behind that's pulling me back. I don't know about you, I've got about 100 apps. Every day I come to my phone or my, my iPad and there's more apps because the kids have got a new game or a new this or a new whatever and there's, there's, there's so many apps and, and my phone starts running slower or my computer starts running. Well, well, God has a plan and a purpose, Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future. And I, I know the plan. God knows his plans for your life. The funny thing is we go through life adding to God's plans. Oh, I'd like one of those. That looks good. Oh, that looks, oh, that could help me. That one would really help me. Oh, I need one of those. And, and we get all these apps, all these add-ons. And God says, hey, 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 time out. Slow down for a minute. Would you come to me? Would you let me hit the reset button? Because the plans and purposes I have for you are good. They are going to prosper you. They are going to bless you. They won't harm you. They won't hurt you. I'm leading you in my ways for your life, but I've got to take some stuff from you. I've got to erase a few things. And who knows, you? anything you haven't backed up, you lose. You hit that reset button. I did it once, and, and I hit the reset button too quickly, and I lost everything. And then I lost phone numbers, and then I lost contacts. The funny thing was, those that I lost, I only got back the ones that I wanted. Sometimes God will cause us to lose things that we thought we needed or wanted, but he is saying are a distraction too. We want to live blessed. We want to move forward. We want to hit 2019 running and come out the other end blessed. The Amplified describes blessed as happy, fortunate, prosperous, to be envied. And I don't know about you, but I would love a life, to live a life that's happy, fortunate, prosperous, and to be envied. I'd love people to look on and go, you are blessed. God is favoring you. God is smiling upon you. God has enlarged your territory. God caused you to come outside of your tent, your place of limitation. It was God. He must be doing this for you. Tell me about your God. Amen? Amen. Sometimes we've got to reset. And the deal is this, John 10.10, 10, we all know the scripture. The devil does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. He's going to put apps in your life. He's going to put add-ons and additions that, that are designed at first to look good, but to steal, kill, and destroy from you from your peace, from your happiness. I tell you, if I get a night's sleep, or I sleep six hours through, you can, I, you can have every other thing. I just, I got what I needed. I got sleep, I got peace, I got refresh. God knows what we need and when we need it. Can I encourage you this year as we go ahead to look to Him, amen? amen. He, his ways are best, He knows what we need. Sometimes there is time to let things die. 
and nobody wants it to. Nobody wants to let go. Nobody wants to release. But at sometimes God is going to take things from us. If you come with me, how long have I got? Four minutes. Wow. Shivers. The hour of power. Anyway, John 11, starting in verse 1. This is Jesus doing something to his friend. It says, a man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. This is Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped it with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick. So the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about this, he said, Lazarus's sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. So although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next few days. You go all the way through this story, and basically Jesus' friend, a good friend of his, is sick. It says that it is a sickness that would lead to his death, but Jesus says this won't end in death, but he did die. I have to paraphrase because I've got three minutes. Um, it's a big story. Mary and Martha are saying, if you were here, he wouldn't have died. Jesus is saying it won't end in death. And, and, and I want to look at this piece of scripture for this morning because things in our lives at times die. And, and, and I want to express to us this morning that death in Christ is not final. You may have had something in your life look like it's died. God has the power and ability to raise back up in your life. It may have been a dream from 2017. It may have been a desire in 2018. It may look like you've lost it and it's died. But I want to tell you here today, God has the power to raise in your life what he wants you to have. Amen? Amen. And uh, as I read this scripture, I know that he was healthy, but he became sick. Stuff happens. Stuff happens in life. The journey isn't always perfect. There are times in life when areas that have been healthy become sick. It might be relationships, it might be our walk with God, it might be health, it might be finances, but they were going well and now they're not. It's a cut yourself a break. It's not always our fault. Sometimes it is our fault, but just keep walking. Just keep journeying. Just keep believing that God has got it under control, all right? Lazarus didn't want to be sick, but he was. We don't always want to be where we're at, but we may be there. God has the ability to do the supernatural turnaround, to reverse the curse that's come against us, to, so we can push back. And I want to encourage you this morning, it's okay, God's in control. You can take your hands off the wheel. You can trust God. Justin's talking to us before from Proverbs 3 about finances, but you can trust God in every area of your world. You can, you can trust God with your relationships. You can trust God with your emotions. You, you can tr it's, it's okay. It's a vulnerable place. It's a, it's a scary place. But I want to encourage you. This, let 2019 be a year where you trust God and say, God, I'm just giving this to you. I don't know what to do. I'm at my limit. I'm at my end. But God, I'm trusting you to do what you've promised to do. And uh, what I love about this is uh, Mary and Martha, and I don't know if they sent a text, FaceTime, they sent a carrier pigeon. Somehow they got a message to Jesus. The one you love is sick. Just get God's attention. Just get God's attention. Just don't go to racking your brain. How will this work? How do I do this? How do I get through this? What is this going on? Get God's attention. And if I know how to get God's it's just to pray. Just to, just to seek Him. Just to have a desire for, for more of Him. It's just to go to that place of talking to Him. God wants to communicate with you. He wants you to know his voice and hear his voice. Um, the second thing is, 
the sickness didn't reflect the relationship that was taking place. Sometimes we think, well, I must be out of relationship with God because this is going on with my life. But the scripture is very clear that it says, Jesus, the one you love, is very sick. You've got to know that God never takes his love back. God loves you where you're at, what you're with, in what you're going through. Because okay, sometimes we can think, well, it must be me and I must be in a... No, no, just, just know that there are times when bad things happen to good people, but God never changes. And nor does his love or his desire for us. And we've got to believe, we've got to trust that God and his goodness is on its way. Can I tell you, God is on his way. The goodness of God is on his way towards your life and your circumstance right now. Psalm 34 says this, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want for those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall lack no good thing. Come, you children, listen to me, and I'll teach you the fear of the Lord. What is the, the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil, evil your lips from speaking deceit. Despite depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Here's, here's where I wanted to get to. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil. To cut them, the remembrance of off, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears him. He delivers them from all of their troubles. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. God hears you. If you're standing in a position of faith, doesn't matter if you're on the cliff edge, doesn't matter if you're in a mountaintop, you're in a valley. If you're, if you're standing in faith and you're crying out to God, He hears you and He will deliver you from all of your troubles. I love that because the year ahead, we will face some storms. We will face some challenges. But as I cry out to my God, my good and loving God, He hears me and delivers me. Third thing is this, Jesus isn't in a rush and He wasn't worried. His timing is perfect and assured. Have you ever prayed for something like, God, now? I need it now. I want it now. God, this is, this is I'm desperate. God, I'm struggling. God, I, I need you. God, I need it now. And you hear nothing. He's not in a rush and he's not worried. It sets the tone and example for us. We don't have to be in a rush and we don't have to be worried. Philippians 4 says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. In Ecclesiastes, it says there's a time and a season for everything under heaven. God's timing is perfect. I don't know why it didn't happen for you in 2015. I don't know why 2016 looked like it looked like. Don't let go of those dreams. Don't let go. Let's, let's push the reset. Let's get rid of the add-ons. Let's run forward in God knowing that His timing is perfect. Mark 11, 23 says, have faith in God. Have faith in God. We are a men and women of faith. Yes, we got vision. Yes, we got purpose. But underpinning all of that, we have faith in God. Fourth thing is this. The answer to our, to our sicknesses in life is always Jesus. God is the one that brings dead things back to life. He's always the one that speaks. He puts a word out there. God has already spoken life into your situation. As dead as it looks, with a stone rolled across it, God has already spoken to your situation. 
He's already breathed life back into the thing He promised you. The journey won't be always be easy. The path may not always be straight, but God is with you. And His Word says He will never leave you nor forsake you. So I want to encourage us here this morning just to hit reset and let God, because here's the thing, there's things in your world that are holding you back that I can't see. Because we all come into the presence of God. We call them, all come into the house of God looking perfect, dressed in our Sunday best, smiling. Life is fantastic. How are you doing? I'm awesome. I'm great. But we've all got things that are trying to hold us bound, that are trying to hold us back and limit us. And I've got to tell you, you won't get through the year and you won't achieve what God wants you to achieve if we don't get rid of those things that are holding on to us. In Hebrews, it says, Since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us cast off every weight and sin which so easily entangles us. Here's the deal. I don't know about you, but you ever thought sinful thoughts, they come easily. Or or just things, they, they come easily. The tougher thing is the action of stepping outside of the thing that wants to limit us and hold us back. There is, a, there is a life out there, an unlimited life. If we can get outside of our tent, we might, you might be at the door of your tent. I want to encourage you this morning to step out from any place of limitation in your life so that God can do what He's promised to do, which is to hear your cry and deliver you into a brand new day. Can we stand to our feet this morning? God, you are magnificent. We love you, Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your promise. Thank you that you are everlasting and eternal. You never leave us. You never forsake us. Lord, for every single person standing before me today, I declare the word of God over them that says you will hear their prayer. You will deliver them from their circumstance. You will raise them up, Lord God. I pray for the spirit of God to come upon every single person here this morning, that they would know peace, that they would know joy, that, God, you would fill them afresh this morning. By your spirit. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.